Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. The end. Maybe that's a strange way to begin these remarks, but we've been in strange times. You've spent the final year and a half of your college career dealing with circumstances most of us never would have dreamed of. And now you're here, completing the final ceremonies and celebrations of your time as an undergraduate student. You've come to the end of this unique period of your life, and even ceremonies and services like this one are being held remotely, virtually. It's a strange end. Yet it is surely the case that this end, like many ends, is but the beginning of the next thing, the next phase of life, the next opportunity to pursue, the next steps in a career, a relationship, a dream. Packed into this end are all the indicators that graduation never simply was the final destination or stop, but rather simply a significant marker on the longer journey of life. Perhaps you've learned over the 20-some years of your life so far that as with any good road trip, the journey is as important as the destination. Surely there have been days when making it to graduation in one piece was the only end that you could imagine. Yet now that you're here, you can see that life expands out beyond this day, a multiplicity of roads for you to travel into a yet unknown future. This end is not the end, just a marker on the way. Be that as it is, I am compelled today to offer some traveling wisdom for you. I surely am not proud enough to think I have wisdom to offer you on my own, so I'll draw today from some sacred, ancient texts. Holy wisdom from of old, with staying power through the generations. Perhaps you know or have heard the 23rd Psalm read just a few minutes ago. It's such a familiar passage of scripture. It's printed on cards, painted as artwork, and stitched as poetry into fabric. Like the analogy of life being a journey, this psalm has almost become cliche through its prevalence, familiarity, and truth. It is popular scriptural poetry, especially for those pondering an end, because it's full of comfort and reassurance. Yet it's also poetry that offers guidance and promise for those who are walking on the road of life. So for today, we'll allow this scriptural text to provide provision for the road ahead. We'll call it traveling wisdom. The psalm writer offers the first piece of wisdom like this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Perhaps you're not feeling that much like a sheep, so this ancient analogy doesn't work so well for you. That's fine. Let me break it down for you so you don't miss the point. The wisdom of the ancients assumes that the best journeys happen with a guide. 
And not just any guide, but specifically God as the guide. According to this sagacious instruction, when the Lord is leading, you can trust that someone is caring for your needs. You can trust that God will lead you into the places where your needs are satisfied. If you're not that into sheep tending, you may miss that when the sheep are directed to green pastures and still waters, it means that their every need is supplied. Green pastures and still waters don't merely provide for food and water. They are spaces of safe respite and renewal. When God is your guide as you travel, you can trust that your journey will include times and spaces marked by rest, refreshment, restoration, and revitalization. Yet there is more to the wisdom of having God as your guide when you travel the road ahead. The paths that God will lead you on are paths marked not only by restoration for your own life, but also by justice, that which is good and right for all. The future that God desires to lead you into is one where justice is abundant for everyone. God's very reputation is on the line when it comes to this, so there is no doubt that when the Lord is leading you as you travel, you'll be directed toward ways of being and acting that promote what is right, that is, that promote justice. If your first piece of traveling wisdom is that your journey will be best with a trusted guide, the second piece of traveling wisdom acknowledges the contingencies, challenges, and trials that are inevitably part of life's journey. No traveling wisdom will pass the test of time without also accounting for how the hardest and most fear-producing aspects of the road ahead will be addressed. The psalm writer's way of preparing us for the challenge is by giving more advice about what to expect from the guide. You see, the best guides aren't merely leading, as if they could walk ahead without you or skip over the challenging bits without getting you through them as well. The best guides travel as companions on the journey. The psalm writer says it simply, for you are with me, with me. I'm sure you've heard the proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. This proverbial wisdom fits with the psalm writer's guidance. One thing you can trust with God as your guide is that you will not be left behind or alone, even and especially in the most frightening and difficult places. This is surely a relief for any of us who felt lonely or left behind over the last one or two or four years. And what is more than this? When you wander off and forget that journeying together is the best, and or when you simply lose your way, God, the guide, desires so much to be with you that God will pursue you with mercy and goodness even 
for your whole life long. God's faithfulness and love will not let you get lost for good. The joy of this wisdom is the expansive amount of freedom it provides. With an accompanying guide like this, you are free to experiment, explore, and even take risks because you know when difficulty comes, you won't be left alone. And when you get lost, you will be pursued for your own good. There's a perfect YouTube video that captures the essence of this. In the clip, you see a boy, a little shepherd in the making, rescuing a sheep that has fallen headfirst into a ditch. Only the hind leg of the sheep is visible as the boy reaches down into the ditch and pulls the sheep's leg. He tugs on the sheep, and slowly, more of the sheep's body is exposed. With great effort, the shepherd finally sets the sheep free. Thankfully, the seemingly unscathed sheep sets off on its way. It runs and then it bounces off in the characteristic manner of sheep. But before it gets even 10 yards, the sheep tries to cross the same ditch that it had been in and ends up going headfirst right back down where it was. The end of the clip shows the boy walking toward the sheep, following behind it to set it free again. Perhaps this clip says something about the intelligence of sheep. Yet as an analogy, it shows the freedom you have to take risks, to leap over ditches that have previously caught you up. You can take these risks without fear because you will be pursued for your own good even if you fall in again. If you really want to watch the clip later, search sheep gets stuck and jumps back into ditch. Perhaps this traveling wisdom feels simply like common reassurances of how to journey on the road of life. Travel with a good guide who will lead you to pleasant provisions and accompany you through difficult days so that you can live in freedom. And while wisdom is rarely novel, I would be remiss if I didn't share one less common piece of guidance the psalm writer offers for your future travels. The final piece of wisdom concerns those that you'll meet along the way. You will surely find that your company on the journey will not always be your friends. In fact, along the way, you will almost certainly encounter those that fit the category of enemy. If you don't like the language of enemy, you might call them your adversary, opponent, or competitor. Perhaps they will be people you can hardly stand to be around. Our ancient sage offers some traveling wisdom for how to interact with these kinds of people. The psalm writer says to share a table with them. Dine with the difficult. Sup with the stubborn. Eat with your enemies. 
get takeout with a Tar Heel. Okay, maybe that's too far. Truthfully, this does not sound all that wise, or at least not all that safe. Yet, perhaps the wisdom is that when you share meals with those that you are most likely to hate, you may begin to envision your competitor, your enemy, as a companion. The outcome of this shift is an overflowing cup of joy and happiness and a life marked by goodness and blessing all of your days. So you've arrived at this end, full of the knowledge and the learning accumulated throughout your experience at Duke, readied with the hard-won wisdom you have earned and the lessons you've learned from sages past and present. The way is open before you. So I offer you this blessing. May the peace of the Lord go with you wherever God may lead you. May God guide you through the wilderness and protect you through the storm. May God draw you to dine with friends and with strangers and even with your enemies that you might know true blessing evermore. Amen.